dingy clubs, ungrateful promoters and rival bands staring you down from across the room. A sense of misplacement, uncertainty and anticipation, borderline fear even of the up and coming 20 to 60 minutes where everyone will be looking at you. There's no rule about to be in an unsigned band, it's a total shot in the dark, like walking into a room of your peers naked on a cold day, running back out realising, yep, you're naked, and then for someone to give you a gun, escort you into a dark room and ask you to hit the target, naked and cold. I've had first hand experience of this, being in an unsigned band that is, and although it was probably the best time of my life, it was certainly a stress crammed rollercoaster of relationships, equipment and driving. These days I have taken a back seat to live music. I still have my interest though my participation is simply that of a spectator. I have two friends with me and former bandmates, both who are still gigging, but as well as gigging and being in, in my opinion, two very awesome bands from Edinburgh and Livingston, these two men find themselves. One with an education and degree able to move on to the likes of cinema and game scoring, and another who, through his own ability, is a locally well-known and respected sound engineer. I have Reamer and Hef. Guys, welcome. Hi there. Alright, how's it going? It's all good, yourselves. Sweet. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Alright, Reamer, let's get started on some questions I've got laid out for you. Um, sorry, so what do you play and how long have you been playing for? Uh, well, I'm a drummer. Um, I first started playing when I was about eight, when I was still in primary school. Cool. Um, I just kind of took an interest from it from, from about the age onwards, and it's just sort of grown from there. Uh, how many bands have you been in, in total? Well, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Quite a lot, but like the main, the main four, I would say, I've been in sort of four main ones and, and countless other ones. But um, off the top of my head, I'd probably say about nine or ten, like in total over the years. But I'm only in one just now. Been in nine or ten bands, quite a lot. What, what are your four main bands you consider? Well, the, the four main ones, well, well, obviously like the first one, the one that, that really sort of got me to like, that, that really sort of switched me on in terms of like wanting to do this was uh, in the Catharsis, which was like my very, very sort of first proper band when I was, I was still about 16 or 17. And um, the other one, which was you know straight after that, was Define Your Time. You know, it was, it was a lot more mainstream, it was a lot more accessible to like a lot of people. Um, the other one after that was the, the one that I did vocals for, which was uh, Kiss the Traitor. The other one after that is the one that I'm, I'm still in just now, uh, and that's Hitcher. Cool. How's Hitcher going for you? It's good. It's good. It's a lot of fun. Like loads of stress, but it's, it's more fun than anything else. We just, uh, you know, we've, you know, we did our first tour um, last year, 2008. We did our first tour then. Um, it was awesome. We met some really, really nice people. Um, like really awesome bands, like up and down the country, stuff like that you don't even think of seeing in your sort of local town. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we just we got signed to Norland, Norland Records, uh, which is actually you know partially run by our singer, um, and he deals with all of that. And we just like two the two of our friends, bands there, like they're on the label as well. So it's going it's going pretty well. We've got another tour booked for March, and uh, we're just finishing off recording the second album. So, cool, yeah, well, that's, that's, that sounds pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, the sort of four main bands you've had, or kind of bands in total. Again, how, how many gigs would you say you've performed? <laughs> I, I couldn't, couldn't even tell you. Um, I know, like the majority of the gigs I've done, I've been with Hitcher because we've got this, we've got this ethos that we never ever turn down a gig unless we've got a proper valid reason. Right. If it's like we can't be bothered, it doesn't, it doesn't count. We've still got to do it, you know. Cool. So 
I think last year alone, last year alone I think we did something like 35 and that was just through 2008, just 35 games, mm -hmm. that's including the tours. So you've, so you've, you've kind of gigged up and down the country and then, uh, yeah. any memorable experiences from, from these gigs you've had, uh, like playing in a room to 50 people? Countless. We met a band from Germany called Cassiopeia and they were, they were brilliant, like great guys, but they couldn't speak a word of English and they were, they were trying to get food and like, we, we, we couldn't get we couldn't get across them like well they couldn't get across to us but they wanted to get something to eat so we were sitting there guessing it was like, it was like you want a drink you need the toilet are you hungry and they were just like ah, uh, yeah uh. so we kind of just got lost in this conversation and just grunts and clicks and then eventually Diggy was like they want a kebab <laughs> <laughs> so I just went from there but they were like really cool guys even though we couldn't really talk to them um, awesome so yeah yeah, just 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 meeting other bands, meeting other people, like and hearing their their horrendous tour stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so you've uh, you've put yourself through uh, education. You went to, to college and then you went on to university. Yeah. Um, how did you find your education? First of all, within relation to music and your band. Well, if if I hadn't got if I hadn't got to college, if I hadn't tried to go to Julian Um I would, I would never have met, I would never met the guys. We started out as this, uh, this stoner rock band, like the same sort of like, like really sludgy, heavy stoner rock. We started out like that, and we called ourselves Southern Discomfort. Um, but without college, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the drummer I understand it. You know, I'd, I'd still be, I'd still be really heavy-handed, still be really slack. But thanks to college and. What about musician? Under, understand what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Cool. What about uh, what about your university course? You the, uni, the was like a total system shock for me. The first little bit, I like, I totally struggled. You know, it was worth it. I learned like, I learned like quite a lot because what I want to do is want to do music for film, music for games, music for television, um, and like you know, the, the, like mature uh, from you to Kenny Calpine. He taught me a lot about it. Kind of guide me along the way, but it's it's just hard now because you know it's just it's just difficult finding work, you know, the, the chosen field. You know what I mean? Guy, so you've, you know you've been in bands for a few years now. You've uh, you've put yourself through education. Um, what what would you what do you see yourself pursuing or putting more effort into continuing in a band career or kind of looking for that job in like game scoring or, yeah. or doing it? In well, it's, it's kind of both ways. Like I mean. Obviously, I'd, I'd like to do them both. I'd like to be sort of like successful in them both. But if it came down to it, if somebody came up to me tomorrow and said, like, you know, I work for work for Relapse Records or I work for Eric or one of these, one, like a big sort of major record label, said, I want to sign Hitcher, but you quit your job, you need to do this. Like, I'd do it. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd say, yeah. You know, I've been a drummer for the, the better part eighteen years. <laughs> so yeah. I'd be kind of like I'd be cheating myself if I said, no, I want to be. A guy that, that writes piano so scores for Big Brother. <laughs> you're gonna pursue the whole sort of like proper career, but I mean, at the end yeah, of the day, yeah, if, I mean, if music comes up to you, then you're gonna take it. Yeah, like. I mean, I've, I've always sort of, I've always sort of said to myself that like if if I get to thirty and I've still not made it, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, keep music as a hobby. Obviously, still playing bands and stuff like that, but not kind of pursue it as actively as I have now. Because right. like just now, we're we're just we're just like you know sort of really trying, you know. Really, kind of going for it, like recording and touring and stuff like that. But 
Ideally, ideally, I'd like to be a drummer forever and get paid for it. That would be. That would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, everyone, thanks very much for your time. I'm gonna have a couple of words with Hef here. Hef, how you doing? Not bad. What's awesome. I, I'm, I'm good, man. Good. Not much. Uh, what do you play, and how long have you been playing for? Hey, I started playing guitar when I was about ten or eleven. Um, my uncle always played guitar, like when I was a little kid, and he played since he was a little kid. Yeah. Um, but I always played um, a different style from the sort of thing I play now. He played more acoustic rhythm based guitar stuff. Right. Um, whereas uh, kind of developed into more of a, an electric guitar, metal riffage player rather than an acoustic player. Cool. Um, but I, he was basically the kind of inspiring force that, that started me playing in the first place. And then, of course, I chased up lessons in high school. Um, Sorry, how, how many bands have you been in? Sort of. Uh, quite a few. We've actually been in the same band twice. Not as many main <laughs> projects. Yeah, we we've actually shared uh, shared a couple of bands together. Envy Catharsis was one of the first. Yeah. In fact, I think Envy Catharsis was the first band that I did an actual gig in that wasn't associated with like school. Right. Like uh, that wasn't like a kind of high school family show or whatever. Yeah, it actually turned out to be our last ever gig. <laughs> <laughs> first and last. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was then, there. Uh, I was there. And then uh, you did you did bass in DYT before you. Yeah, I played I played bass previous to, to your experience in, and then in DYT Reamer, and then I came along and. I, I spent a lot of time after high school actually just diving from band to band doing session work, and it's sort of still what I'm doing now. Right. And uh, now that. M- my main projects have kind of taken a sideline to playing bass for a band that I actually <laughs> joined playing session work. So uh so it's been it's been kind of a roller coaster ride in that respect of playing with lots of different bands that are lots of different styles. Cool. Um, for short periods of time. Cool. Um so how many gigs have do you think you've played with uh, all these bands? Well there's a few bands that I've played like one show with, uh, as Reamer said there. And then never like nothing's ever happened again. Yeah. But there's bands where I've played, you know, like uh, fifteen, sixteen shows, or like uh, like um, the likes of Massacre in the Fjords, which you were also a part of. Yeah, I was there. Uh, we played, we played, <laughs> we played quite a few shows over over a couple of years. We did. Um, cool. Any sort of memorable experiences from these gigs? Any any one gig stand out for you? Probably the first gig in mainland Europe of the last tour I did because it was my first mainland Europe gig without being involved with an educational institution which is <laughs> brilliant. Mainland Europe, so you've uh, kind of like from here you've been on quite a few, have you been on some tours? Uh, just just one tour abroad um, with the band that I'm currently playing bass with, Eminus, uh, an Edinburgh based like progressive symphonic metal band. Symphonic metal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's quite but, a combo. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite a combo indeed. But uh, um, I was kind of drafted in purely to do this tour, and I've been playing with them for the best part of six months, seven months now. Awesome. Um, How was the tour? Excellent, great fun, expensive, <laughs> <laughs> drunken, uh, but great fun. It was a great experience, a great learning curve. Cool, cool. So um, as well as uh, gigging in Belgium and, and whatnot uh, with, with the sort of bands you've been with, uh, you're also uh, a pretty well known in the Livingston area, uh, sound engineer, uh, quite respected sound engineer as well. Uh, quite a lot of people come to you to cut records for them and stuff like that. Uh, how did you come about being a, what is now a sound engineer? Uh, well, it was kind of weird because I didn't really set out as such to be a sound engineer. Kind of got roped into engineering through 
uh, this this guy we know, uh, Andy Livingston, who who organises um, basically like uh, youth gigs in Bathgate. Um, and he was kind of looking for someone to help him out with the engineering aspect of those gigs um, in order to kind of provide a good experience for young kids sort of thing who don't really have much to do with their free time um, and in order to kind of uh, introduce them to the kind of career prospects and enjoyment of just playing live music. At one point um, he uh, put me in touch with a, a guy who runs a, a hire company hiring sound equipment and lighting equipment to all sorts of places, all sorts of events and venues uh, around Scotland. Uh, so I went and spoke to him and he offered me a full-time job uh, working as a, a sound engineer for his hire company. So I ended up doing a lot of really diverse uh, shows and um, engineering jobs through that that uh, took me, that, well basically kind of pushed my kind of idea and my understanding of how you treat sound and instruments and microphones and even how you deal with uh, different PA systems in different rooms. So that I got a lot of experience through that and through doing local live band shows with just independent people putting on gigs and just doing freelance sound for um, live bands and I learned a lot of a lot of the mic techniques and stuff that I use now in the studio from doing live bands and um, and how it basically Is that literally something you just learned on the job? Uh, near enough, yeah. I mean, I, I did that. I worked for that company for two and a half years, basically. Um, and I've been. I still do live sound engineering for live for live bands. Um, just uh, freelance for whoever kind of wants me to do it. Uh, I get phoned up randomly. Just cool, cool. Um, do you think you would be in the the sound engineering position if you hadn't been in a band? Like, if you hadn't sort of gone through the path you've gone through? All over the place. Uh, I think I might have, but it would have taken me a lot longer to reach the kind of level I am now because I would have gone up through a different route. I was always really interested in computing. Um, I mean, uh, well, I now work in computing, but um, uh, a big part of like um, studio production and engineering is like you know understanding and knowing your way around computers. Because yeah. I, I would have uh, like you know I always kind of liked music and had an interest in music. Yeah. yeah. So even if I hadn't been playing music in a kind of like semi-professional or like a amateur kind of level, I would still have had the interest in the subject and the field, and thus been involved through the kind of more direct computing aspect of it rather than the um, live engineering and performance aspect. So in the sort of long run, uh, I mean, you do have a job at the moment uh, as a computer engineer, but if you had the option of like, if you were either set at, like a sound engineer or you were in a band, you know, what would you choose to pursue, or would you kind of keep them both? Uh, oh, that's a tough question because I really, really enjoy both. I think I'm better at the sound engineering aspect of music than I am at the performance aspect of music. Well, actually that's not true. I think I'm better at the, uh, the sound engineering aspect of music rather than the composition side of the music. Uh, if I had the opportunity to perform like uh, as a session musician or in a band, as Mimo said, you know, if you're offered the chance of being in a sound band. Definitely or, take it up. Yeah, taking a project like that. I mean, that's the, the dream life. You know, you get to sit yeah. and play your instrument Every, all day. Wants and to Everybody wants to be a rock star. Everybody wants to be a rock star, indeed. Sorry. Everyone has guitar hero in their house. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, every, everyone <laughs> kind of has that dream of... Rock everyone has that dream of, you know, like uh, being rich and famous and, you know, like uh, driving fast cars and playing expensive guitars, but yeah. not everyone's going to get to do that. And yeah. you have to be objective and realise that. Fair enough, fair enough. So, again, you would, you would kind of continue along the lines of being this computer engineer and, and doing sound engineering and if basically a, a, a certain path came down for either one of them you would probably take it. At the moment what I'm looking for to happen is to have enough studio engineering and sound production work 
to not have to do the computing stuff at the same time. Right. So you would you would prefer it to be something? Yeah. Basically, yeah. I'd, I'd rather I'd, I'd rather do that for an income than working computing. Yeah. And again, if, if if a band opportunity came up, yeah, think of it as like uh, you know um, the, the kind of like uh, three levels of fallback. Right. So you have like you know pro guitar player is number one, then sound engineer is number two, and uh, computer engineer is number three. But I'm definitely better at the sound engineering stuff than anything else. I think. All right, guys. Uh, thanks very much for your time. Uh, combined, you guys have quite a lot of uh, unsigned slash signed getting experience. Help being helped. Either way, you've, you've brought quite a good insight into what is the sort of band ethos area. It's just something other people might know. So thanks very much for your time. Thanks, man. Cheers. Bye. So there we have it, an insight into unsigned bands and the possibility of making something out of it that just isn't the fight to get signed. In my four years in two bands of serious gigging, I've played some venues and had some awesome times. It's something that I'll no doubt go back to and I can never forget. But in the meantime, it's my decision to put more attention on where I'm going to end up in the next few years. Thank you for listening. <laughs>